I'm Andrea Cunliffe, and it's my great pleasure to welcome and spend some time with Ranier Schmidt of the Hagen Quartet. Thank you very much for having me. I know that the Hagen Quartet's extremely famous. It began, what, in 1980. Do you want to give me a little history about it? Of course, I can tell more my history, which started in 87. But the history, of course, which I understood over the years is um, they all started very early. And from very early age, maybe that is more important point, is that they play together. Originally, there were four siblings. And the oldest one, Angelika, she decided at a certain point to do something else with her life for whatever reason. So she became an ethnologist. And from very early on, they played together, not just rehearsing, but went to houses for the elderly and, and hospitals and this kind of thing. So very early on, also, they had the experience of performing in public. It was their father, who was a musician himself. But it is not the usual story where there is so much pressure involved. I think he just realized at a certain moment that the kids were more talented than usual. So from then on, he tried his best to support what they were doing on their respective instruments. The original quartet was the four children. Lucas is the lead violinist. And Veronica played the viola, and Clements is the cellist. Yes, the youngest. And they've been playing together since since childhood. Uh, one can say since 50 years, 50 plus years. How did you meet them? I was in 86 visiting Vienna as a student in Hannover, northern Germany. It was time for me to move on and try out another teacher. So I was there in Vienna looking for teachers, listening to lessons. And the Harden Quartet and me, we had a, already a great mentor in independently from each other, which was Hatto Bayerle, the violist of the Ivan Berg Quartet. I stayed in his house and the Harden Quartet stayed in his house and we had dinner together. There was one lady, Annette Bick, between the older sister Angelica and me. So it was Annette Bick playing the second violin. So when she or decided to quit, then the Hagen Quartet apparently right away thought of me and they would like to try me out just because they felt personally that it would work out well and they must heard something about me so that they didn't think um, something random, but they thought it could work out very well. And so I think from the beginning, they liked the fact that I could contribute something which they were all very interested in. And it worked out very well. Obviously, I had to learn very much how to play the second violin with them. But at the same time, they liked that I could contribute something of myself. I don't think we mentioned that the Hagen Quartet is originally from Stuttgart, is that right? Nein, from Salzburg. Oh, that's right, Salzburg, sorry. Salzburg and Austria. Yes, they are very Salzburgian. All were born there and live there. And yeah. And you are originally? I'm originally from northern Germany, but I was only 22 when I moved to Salzburg. So, yeah, right. a long time ago. 
the Hagen Quartet, three members of the family and yourself. I wonder what that's like. The family would live together, play together, work together. What's that like? Have you become like a member of the family? I would think so. So there are different aspects to, to this question. Um, from the beginning, I felt that uh, Papa and Mama Hagen, the parents, really welcomed me into the family. Oh. And particularly with the mother, um, she's still alive, but now very old. I had a very um, heartfelt relationship with her. Um, I think she instinctively felt that it must be not the easiest task to play with three siblings, because of course they are, they are born together differently than uh, when you come from outside. But on the other hand, I must say, they never let me feel that. And you see, when I go to rehearsal tomorrow, I don't necessarily think at all about that they are two brothers and a sister. But, and also they are very different from each other. Um, so we are just four members of the same quartet who will try tomorrow in, in the concerts to make the best out of what we can. The family is not a big factor in our daily life at all. As in any organizing group or quartet, whatever, personalities do have an influence on how the music is interpreted, how you all play together. Is yes. there something maybe magical or, or exceptional in the group that you're with? If it is magical, uh, I feel it is not up to me to say that. What I that is almost maybe only possible for an outsider to see if there's something like that. What I can see is that over the years has become probably even stronger that we all have our own part to give in rehearsal time. So over the years, it has kind of crystallized that each one of us has maybe a little bit different priorities what we want to hear in the end so what we would bring in into the process and if there is something magical but i would first say important is um, that we would respect each other this word respect cannot be overrated i think for any quartet but particularly if you are playing so many years with each other many years you play a germanic repertoire I wasn't aware of that. But when I see what we bring on the tour, um, I can see it is a lot of Viennese classic. But we don't think about it in a way that we feel we prefer to play this music necessarily. We love as much to play Ravel or Bartok than we love to play Haydn, Mozart, Beethoven. But in the end, there are quite a few very, very, very good Haydn quartets and quite a few very good Beethoven quartets and, of course, quite a few wonderful Mozart quartets. So when we have to make the choice, it is very likely that one of them would end up in one of our programs. With Mozart, for instance, particularly the, the 10 later ones, uh, which we play frequently, they they always have been, and I believe strongly, there always will be some of the reference pieces 
when mm. it comes to, to classical music. And each time I would say we discover another way how to approach it. Okay. It offers many possibilities even 200 years after they were written. Oh, really? So each time you pick it up and, and play it, you find something new. Yes, yes. How exciting yes. is that? I'm trying to imagine what that would be like. How can I say, if some one of us comes to a rehearsal and through experiences outside of the quartet, an analysis class or whatever it was, anybody who could enrich the view towards the quartet, um, I never, never heard it once in the quartet that someone would have said, oh, let's play like we always played. That would never be the case. It could be always interesting and welcomed, for sure. Well, that sounds exciting. Yeah, very exciting. The Hagen Quartet is playing at the Masri Center for the Arts in Albany on March the 2nd. You have a program. Is there a particular outlook you have regarding the program that you'll be playing for us? We are, we are doing that. Also, I'm doing that almost with the three Harden family members since almost 40 years. Mm. And the others have been playing even longer. We like to do now, and we can afford to do, what is really closest to our heart. And that definitely, I can say that every one of the pieces we're going to perform is an incredible masterpiece, which you can spend three lives on doing. That, I would say, is the outlook for us, that we chose pieces which, which are very important to us. I thank you so very, very much. Thank you very much. This has been Andrea Kunlev speaking with Rainier Schmidt of the Hagen Quartet. <laughs>